welcome to the $100 MBA show. If you're looking to build your business brain, you've come to the right place every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenom. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. Today's episode is a must-read episode. In our must-read episodes, I share with you a book that I've read that has greatly impacted me as an entrepreneur. I share with you its insights, what I've learned, and why you should read it too. Today's must-read is Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. If you're an old-timer on the show, you know that Ryan Holiday is one of my favorite nonfiction authors. His book, Obstacles Away, is probably one of the books that I recommend the most to people. So when he recently published his latest book, Ego's the Enemy, you know, expectations were high. Because Ryan writes really well-written books that are really effective and have you walking away better. You're just better as an entrepreneur, as a person. You are wiser. You're better equipped to take on your challenges. Now, you might be thinking with this book, Ego's the Enemy, hey, I'm not some sort of egomaniac. But the truth is, is that ego is a part of all of us. And it's a part of every conceivable problem we have in our life. Ego has a big part of it. From what we don't have to what we want to why having what we want doesn't seem to make us feel any better. This book was a huge eye-opener. It had me pausing a whole bunch of times and saying, wow, this is accurate. Wow, I see this in myself. Wow, I see this in our community as entrepreneurs. I'm going to get into the details, the takeaways, and why you should read it in today's episode. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by HostGator. With HostGator, you get unmetered disk space and bandwidth to host your business website. You get a free website builder with over 4,500 templates, 24-7, 365 days a week, technical support via phone, email, and live chat, unlimited email addresses, a whole bunch of freebies, all this under $5 a month with their amazing 30% off discount for listeners of The $100 MBA Show. Just go to HostGator.com slash MBA30 to get this special promotion There is no risk. There's a 45-day money-back guarantee even. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Ego's the Enemy is broken up into three parts. Part one is Aspire. Part two is Success. And part three is Failure. And within those parts, he has different chapters. So I'm going to draw upon some of the chapters that really affected me, give you some of its takeaways, and show you how it relates to business and entrepreneurship. And a lot of what I'm going to share with you today is straight from the book because Ryan is really good at eloquently delivering his message. And one of his early chapters is called Talk, Talk, Talk. And I'm going to read you a bit from it and you tell me if this resonates with you, if this sounds familiar. Doing great work is a struggle. It's draining. It's demoralizing. It's frightening. Not always, but it can feel that way when you're deep in the middle of it. We talk to fill the void and the uncertainty. The only relationship between work and chatter is that one kills the other. Let the others slap each other on the back while you're in the lab or the gym or pounding the pavement. Plug that hole, the one that's right in the middle of your face, that can drain you of your vital life force. Watch what happens. Watch how much better you get. Basically, Ryan here is saying, be very careful with what comes out of your mouth. The words that you constantly say the chatter, the talk, the game you speak, because it's going to affect you. It's like he said, 
chatter will kill your work. You see, what you say to yourself, the chatter you say to yourself feeds your ego. And your ego often stops you from doing the work you have to do. And the ego is very clever. And this is not some sort of new cycle babble. This is ancient, ancient wisdom. This is something that's been in our history books. Ancient poets write, write about this. Rumi speaks about this all the time, how you, you should guard your tongue because your tongue can really get you in a lot of trouble. But what Ryan's talking about in this chapter is your big mouth can get you in a lot of trouble. So work more than you talk is really what he's saying here. Another chapter that really hit home is called Become a Student. He says, today, books are cheaper than ever. Courses are free. Access to teachers are no longer a barrier. Technology has done away with that. There's no excuse for getting your education. And because the information we have is before us so vast, there's no excuse for ending that process either. Always continue to be a student. Always see yourself as somebody who is on the path of mastery. Once you start feeling like, hey, I am the man, hey, I am the woman, hey, I know what I'm talking about, I've arrived, you are asking for trouble. You are asking for trouble because your ego is going to stop you from improving. And guess what? You will be conquered. You will be taken over by somebody who still is a student and is learning and is getting better. You got to constantly get better. You constantly got to study uh, the greats, the people that you look up to. Keep reading, keep learning. Keep double downing on your strengths. To use a sports example, I love the fact that Kobe Bryant, after he won his, I think it was his fourth NBA finals, he won his fourth championship that summer. I mean, most people would be celebrating and going on vacation, whatever. I just won four rings. That summer, he hit the gym and hired Akeem Olajuwon and said, hey, I want to work on my post moves. You're the master of post moves. Uh, Train me. I want to get better. And Elijah Juan, you know, worked on his post moves and then he came back next season and won another ring. Have that mentality. Have the mentality of, I can continue to get better. I can continue to learn from others. Another great chapter that I love that I want to share with you is called Don't Be Passionate. For those who know me, you know that I'm a big believer that passion is overrated. I believe that you should not just blindly follow your passion. I think you should follow your strengths. You should follow where you can add most value in, where you can really, you know, bring your A game And he says, simply, passion, it's all about passion. Find your passion, live passionately, inspire the world with your passion. I mean, think about that. It sounds pretty fluffy. But Ryan says, as humans require a purpose and realism in our life. I love this way of seeing things. I love the way he describes realism. Realism is detachment and perspective. Purpose is passion with boundaries, not like endless boundaries. He says, more than purpose, we also need realism. Where do we start? We got to be practical, right? What do we do first? What do we do right now? How are we sure what we're doing is moving us forward? What are we doing to benchmark ourselves so we know we're moving forward? And this line is killer. He says, the critical work that you want to do will require your deliberation and consideration, not passion. Another great, great chapter is called Get Out of Your Own Head. He says, all of us are susceptible to obsessions of the mind, whether we run a technology startup or we're working our way up the ranks of a corporate hierarchy. Living clearly and presently takes courage. Don't live in a haze of abstraction. Live in a tangible, real world. Be grounded. Remind yourself, there is no one to perform for. You're doing all this because this is your life. You're essentially doing it for you and the people that you care for. It's not for the boss. It's not for the other people out there. It's not for some sort of accolade. I love how simple he puts it. There's no one to perform for. There's just work to be done and lessons to be learned. Love that. In part two of this book, he goes into success. 
and how you got to really keep your ego in check when you start becoming successful. And this is really, really something that every entrepreneur needs to really understand because some people really change when they get successful. And I've seen it in my own eyes. I've seen it with some of my friends. I've seen it with people that I know pretty closely in the entrepreneurial space. The problem is that they don't see it. That's the problem. And that's why you as the entrepreneur has to be very aware of this. This is why this chapter is so important. He talks about don't tell yourself a story. We often craft stories of our past events that are just simply not true. We craft this narrative. He says, writing your own narrative leads to arrogance. It turns our life into a story. It turns us into some character, some sort of superhero in our head. Instead of pretending we live in some great legacy story, you got to remain focused on the execution, on executing with excellence. He says, we must shun the false crown and continue to work on what got us here. I love that. Just focus on how did I get here? The hard work, the dedication, the planning, putting my ego aside, being real. That's what really got me my success. Now that you got it, you're in danger of losing it because you're forgetting where you came from. You're forgetting how you got there. He also talks about some really dangerous stuff you got to be careful of. Entitlement, control, paranoia. These are real things that happen. If you don't agree with me, Just hop on Facebook, hop on some social media, and take a look at some of the stuff that's being posted by people in the entrepreneurial space. He breaks it down, says entitlement assumes that this is mine, I've earned it. At the same time, entitlement nickels and dimes other people because they can't conceive of valuing other person's time as highly as their own. Control says everything must be done my way, even the little things, even inconsequential things. You paralyze your team, you paralyze the people around you. Not good. Paranoia thinks I can't trust anyone. I can only trust myself. I'm surrounded by fools. It says focusing on my work, my obligations, myself is not enough. I also have to orchestrate various machinations behind the scenes. I got to do all this to get them before they get me. This is sad, but it's true. This happens. And you got to be very aware of it. And in Ryan's book, he really gives great strategies to combat this, to be on the offense and make sure that you don't let ego take over. He has a chapter called The Effort is Enough. He says in the book, do your work, do it well. Then, in quotations, let go and let God. That's all that needs to be. Which is an ancient tradition, which says, this all you really are in control of. Just let it go and let it be. That's why we can't let external things determine whether something was worth it or not for us. This is not on us. Doing the work is enough. Just get back on the horse, keep working. Guys, I got more on today's must-read, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor, HostGator. When it comes to your business website, you need an all-in-one solution that can help you no matter how much you grow. You also need somebody that can be with you 24-7 no matter where you are in the world. Need help with your website, updating backups, upgrading your server, all that is one phone call away or live chat away or email away because HostGator gives you 24-7 live support any day of the year. You see, HostGator knows that you're a small business and you got to start somewhere. So they start you out with a really great plan. For under $5 a month, you can get started with your HostGator site. They give you everything you need to get started, all the support, all the tools. And then later on when you grow, HostGator can grow with you and they still remain affordable. Get started for as low as $5 a month with HostGator's amazing deal for listeners of The $100 MBA Show. Just visit HostGator.com slash MBA30. Again, that's HostGator.com slash MBA30. Guys, I'm going to have to wrap up this lesson. This lesson is kind of longer than expected because this book is really, really amazing. I'm going to draw upon one more chapter from his final part, Failure. 
and it's called Maintain Your Own Scorecard. It's a harder road at first, but it's one that ultimately makes us less selfish and less self-absorbed. A person who judges him or herself based on his own standards doesn't crave the spotlight the same way that someone who lets the applause dictate their success. Don't let external accolades, external voices dictate your success. Maintain your own scorecard means you decide what success means to you and you just stick to it. A person that thinks long-term doesn't pity herself during short-term setbacks. A person who values the team can share credit and subdue their own interest in a way that most can't. Reflecting on what went well or how amazing we are doesn't really get us anywhere. We want to go further. We want more. We want to continue to improve. And often ego blocks that. So when you reach a state, increase your standards. Continually higher your standards. Not that we're endlessly pursuing more as if we're racked with greed, but instead we're inching our way towards real improvement with discipline rather than disposition. Guys, there's so much more I would love to share with you when it comes to this book, Ego is the Enemy by Ron Holiday, but I highly recommend you pick up this book. It's a fantastic read. It's an easy read. It's really going to help you really understand how to control yourself, how to really be aware of your own self, your own ego, and how it affects your success and your demise. We'll put a link to the book in today's show notes. You can check that out at 100mba.net slash mba709. That wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. I really uh, enjoyed just going through what I learned through the book in today's lesson. It's a great refresher, and I really encourage you to take notes when you read books because they really help. They really help you kind of summarize what you learned as well as, you know, keep you in check from time to time. All right, before I go, I want to leave you with this. If for any reason after this lesson you still kind of feel like, ah, oh, this ego stuff is a little too woo-woo for me, then my first response to that is, have you ever met somebody who might have been quite successful, just incredibly arrogant? but is completely unaware of their arrogance. I'm sure you have. Is that enjoyable? Is that something that you really uh, like to experience? I'm guessing no. If that's the case, would you want to be that person? Would you want other people to perceive you that way? You may not be that way now, but you can be in the future. Have you seen people lose it all because of their ego? These should just be motivation enough for you to say, hey, maybe I should just give it a try. It's a book. It's a couple hundred pages, you know, it's not much of an investment. Give it a read. You'll thank me and Ryan later. (laughs) All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.